I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. As we round out a very busy day, we continue to keep our eye on the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings for Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown Jackson. Uh, and I think she has uh, held up incredibly well throughout the day today. She's Getting close to the home stretch, she still has a number of senators who are awaiting their turn, uh, both on the Democratic side and the Republican side. Remember, all 22 senators on that committee get 30 minutes uh, to go back and forth with Judge Jackson. Uh, and then, the good news for her, she can go home and prep and be ready so she can do it all over again tomorrow. Uh, fortunately, tomorrow, the sessions are 10 minutes shorter, so she'll still go through... 22 senators at 20 minutes apiece. Uh, that will begin early uh, U- Utah time tomorrow morning. And then uh, we'll continue into the afternoon uh, where they will actually have a portion of this hearing does actually go behind closed doors, not open to the public, where they will go through anything that emerged or uh, came out of the background investigation uh, to Judge Jackson. And so that is a closed door hearing that will take place tomorrow afternoon. Then there'll be some final uh, wrap up things on Thursday uh, before that will move on and a recommendation will be made and we'll move to the floor of the Senate for an actual vote. Uh, on that nomination. And so we'll continue to track all of that. Uh, it's one of those interesting things. A lot of people said, you know, this is cruel and unusual punishment to, to put somebody in that chair for that long. Remember, she was there all day yesterday, mostly listening uh, to senators uh, pontificate as they each had 10 minutes to kind of make their opening statement uh, around it. Uh, it's been interesting to watch today the the methodology and the strategy or lack thereof from many of the senators. Uh, some of the senators took their 30 minutes and spent three quarters of it talking themselves, not asking questions, not listening, not asking follow-up questions. Uh, And so as you go through that and as you watch that at home, I think the important thing is to Listen, listen to the exchange in terms of what isn't there. That This is not a gotcha question question about packing the Supreme Court. Uh, What we all should be watching for uh, and listening for and listening to see if our elected representatives can get to is what does she think the role of a Supreme Court justice is? Uh, What is the way she is going to go about it? Uh, If you missed it earlier, we had Utah Senior Senator Mike Lee on the program. And I thought his line of questioning was very interesting today. He he talked about the idea of will uh, versus judging and that the role of a judge is to judge. It's not will. It's not what you want the law to be or think it should be or think a punishment should or shouldn't be. It's to apply the law. And I thought his exchange with uh, Judge Jackson uh, was very high level. I think a lot of it went over a lot of our heads. But I loved the way they went back and forth. Uh, and we're kind of questioning each other. And well, what do you mean by that? And how do you get to that? And tell me more. Why is that? Uh, and that's great modeling in terms of the kind of discussions that we should be having. 
uh, I say all of that to kind of tee up our, our some of our final thoughts today, and that is uh, I often talk about this brick wall test that you have. It doesn't matter what you're going after in life, personal goal, professional goal, uh, project, whatever it might be. Uh, you have this brick wall test, and I think Judge Jackson going through these hearings uh, for four days is the ultimate in brick wall test. And what I mean by brick wall uh, somebody once said that brick walls are there for two reasons. Uh, they prove how badly we want to try to accomplish something. And it also keeps others out who aren't willing to do that. Uh, and so this is a, a first test of do you really want this? How bad do you want this? Are you really willing, are you really willing to run through the brick wall or to pound your way through the brick wall or over or through it or under it uh, to accomplish that goal? And it certainly seems to me, and in, in my experience, uh, that it is a law of nature that the moment you commit to a new challenge uh, or some kind of path or goal, then all heck breaks loose. Obstacles pile up. Uh, and I've seen this in my personal life. I've seen it in my professional coaching sessions. Uh, for many years, I, I was an executive coach to uh, people from all different walks of life, all different kinds of professions. And uh, I often found myself... Uh, coaching these executives through the brick wall. And it, it usually played out something like this. Uh, I'd have a, a new client, might be an executive of a Fortune 500 company, or it might be a, an entrepreneur of some sort or a salesperson uh, who had some big goals and wanted some coaching to help them get there. And so we'd begin that coaching relationship. We'd start identifying some objectives and some goals. We'd get through the first couple of coaching sessions over a period of weeks. And then they'd lock in their, their goals, their objectives. And it was almost without fail, a, a week later, they would call in major distress. And they'd say, I don't know what's going wrong, but my life is a mess. I haven't been able to accomplish anything for my goal. I got sick on Monday. I had a flat tire on Tuesday. My boss is being a jerk. Uh, you know, I was summoned for jury duty. My dog ran away. On and on and on and on. And I got very used to this. And I'll never forget I had one senior executive uh, call me. And he kind of went through this laundry list of all the horrible things that were happening in, happening in his life since he started this coaching program and established a focus on some goals. And without even thinking, I responded, that's great. That's fantastic. And this guy said, did you hear a word I said? I just told you what a mess my life is and all these things that have gone wrong. And I said, yeah, that's fantastic. Congratulations. He's like, are you not listening at all? And then I explained to him that, again, based on my experience, running into that kind of brick wall usually indicates you're on the right path and that your success is just ahead. The barriers, the problems, uh, they almost seem to be placed there purposely to just see how serious you are about making the change and the transformation. Or are you just kind of dabbling in wanting to improve? Uh, of course, most of you know I've been uh, on my own uh, sort of weight loss journey, and that's a good example of that. Uh, in fact, I hit it just this morning. Uh, feeling really good about where I am and where I'm going. And I walk into the newsroom today and there is this massive box of donuts. And I will admit that I inhaled, but I did not eat. <laughs> they smelled terrific. But it was just a test. 
It's like, are you really serious? Are you really committed? Are you gonna Are you gonna sustain this for the long haul? How bad do you really want it? And I think we all get that. Yet you have to be willing to prove that you will run through the brick wall for what you want, and that you're not going to allow sickness or tiredness or struggle or inconvenience uh, or a no good, awful, really bad day to slow you down. Uh, and I, I firmly believe that that proverbial door of opportunity, uh, it opens within the brick wall if you're willing to run into it and to go after it. You really do uh, have to be willing to do what most people w- won't be willing to do. And if you do that, you'll have the opportunity to do things that most people can't do because they were not willing to run through the brick wall. And I admire Judge Jackson uh, for her tenacity and her willingness to, to run headlong into the massive brick wall that is the United States Senate Judiciary Committee hearings. Uh, and I think she is beating down that door in that brick wall uh, in a very effective way. You heard uh, Senator Lee earlier on this program uh, commend Judge Jackson uh, for how she has held herself for the uh, great way that she has answered the questions uh, that they have come together to some understanding on a on a host of different issues, and they've had these great exchanges, uh, and I think that's an important thing uh, that we that we have that kind of process. And so Judge Jackson has has clearly proved she's willing to run through the brick wall, uh, and uh, some of us just haven't been willing to run through brick walls for a host of different things. Uh, but the more we slow things down, the more we stop and reflect uh, wherever you are in your life, you really have to ask yourself the brick wall test. As you look at things that maybe you've been trying to accomplish for a long time but never quite have done, uh, are you really willing to run through the brick wall? Are you willing to set aside all the excuses? Excuses are a dime a dozen. Uh, and I always say you can make excuses or you can make progress you just can't do both and i think especially when we look at uh, our politics uh, there's a lot of excuses being thrown around on a host of issues Uh, what we really need is people to not make excuses and start making progress because that's what we're actually after i'm boyd matheson thanks for joining us on inside sources here today on ksl news radio the great one jeff kaplan is coming up next and as always as you go out into the world today make sure you see something that inspires say something that uplifts and do something today that'll make a difference About Utah's most important stories. Listen on any smart speaker, the KSL News Radio app, and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. KSL News Radio. Utah's all day companion for news. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.